Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. Our guest today is Trish Kalbus Schmidt, an educational consultant with an emphasis on entrepreneurship education and training. And today, Trish and I are going to discuss the work she does with Moby. Moby is M-O-B-I, and it means My Own Business Institute at Santa Clara University in San Jose, California. Welcome, Trish, to the Small Business Edge podcast. Thank you so much, Brian. It is an honor to be here, and I'm super excited about having this conversation. Me too. Me too. So I've had the pleasure of talking to you a couple of times before, and our goal is to try and keep this podcast to under one hour. (laughs) We'll try. We'll try. As long as you don't make fun of my nasally Wisconsin accent, we'll be okay. Not at all. Not at all. As you know, I went to school in Wisconsin. I went to Marquette University. I know you're from Wisconsin. We've had some great conversations about all of the, I, I call the people in Wisconsin, like they are salt of the earth people. They're the absolute nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. And, um, and I love every time I go there, I have such a great feeling when the plane lands or when my car is pulling into the state of Wisconsin. Well, that's awesome. Most people get cold right away. So the fact your heart warms, I think is, uh, it is great. Great. And I do think we are, uh, when we grow up, we are taught to be Midwest nice at all times. <laughs> As opposed to New York, not so nice where I grew up, <laughs> right? That's or, the- or Chicago, not so nice. You need, you, you need to understand, we call those people down there flatlanders, like mm, across <laughs> over that border, you're going into a different jungle. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right. So today I want to talk about Moby. You know, I've been doing this a long time and and you learn something new every day. And I get that. But I was blown away by Moby. And and I'll get into how you and I met on that in my next question. But just for starters, let's start with your background. Okay, so what does what does an educational consultant with an emphasis on entrepreneurship, education and training do on a daily basis? And who are your clients? Sure. Well, I could give you the Webster Dictionary definition of that, but I'm going to tell you what I really do. I have the true honor of working at Santa Clara University, leading partnerships, strategy, curriculum, and the learning management system at the Mountain Business Institute. I tell people I truly get to play Santa Claus every day. It's the best job ever. I bring and provide free entrepreneurial online education to those who need and want it the most. So, you know, I'm I'm really just out there serving people. And I don't think there's a better job than that. That's what I mean. It's phenomenal. So when did Moby start? When did, and so I'll call sure. it. So just for again, for our listeners edification, Moby is my own business institute at Santa Clara University in San Jose. From now on, we're just going to call it Moby. When, when did all of this start and how did it start? Sure. Uh, It's really important to realize how Moby actually came to Santa Clara. Moby's origins actually start in 1992 in response to the L.A. riots. Phil, a serial entrepreneur who the West Coasters may recognize as the founder and owner of Yum Yum Donuts, um, and his wife, Peggy, who is a teacher and administrator, literally saw the community around them going up in smoke. They just saw destruction and really wanted to find a way to help. And they knew writing a check would never be enough to truly make a difference. 
So they put their hands and their hearts and their minds together and based off a book called The Entrepreneurial Guidebook that Phil Holland had written himself, actually created the first starting a business curriculum, went out into Compton and the surrounding areas and just started to teach. They knew that by investing in the people in those communities, that was how the communities were going to be rebuilt and they could have the most impact. Um, And then in the year 2000, they actually came online. So we believe they are one of the first MOOCs ever, some massive open online course. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once they came online, they started to go all over the world. And then in 2014, um, they were both in their 80s and they were looking to retire. So um, I'm honored to say that Santa Clara University competed with multiple and hundreds, actually, uh, universities and nonprofits across the U.S. uh, to um, get to carry on the legacy of what Moby is and does and continues to do today. One of the most important facets of this, though, is that when it was passed over to Santa Clara University, we were given a $17.5 million endowment to ensure Moby would be offered to everyone forever for free. Wow. Wow. You know what I love about everything you just said is that this is a guy who started something called Yum Yum Donuts, right? This is not this is not like a Silicon Valley tech startup, right? With a, you know, right. uh, you, you know, some kind of app that's going to change the world in some way, shape or form. This is a guy who, you know, bricks and mortar, you know, Yum Yum Donuts made a fortune and wanted to give back. That seems to me like every great entrepreneur. Absolutely. And I think as successful as he was, he also wasn't always successful. And that's really, really important to him. And you can see it throughout our curriculum. In fact, every one of our sessions ends with the top 10 do's and don'ts. Because he thought it was so important for people not only to learn from success, but from failure. It's also really important that Phil wanted people to come to Moby or access Moby so that they could learn, but also evaluate it. He considered it a success if you started a business or if you decided not to, because sometimes you're just not ready or the situation isn't right or your funding's not in place. And he just thought if you could come and learn, you know what, this is an amazing idea, but I'm not ready yet. He yeah. considered that a success. And so do we. And, um, you know, one thing that we've actually seen, especially in the last few years through COVID is that not only are people coming to us to learn about starting a business or maybe evaluating not to start a business, but they've been utilizing us for professional development skills as well. And so we couldn't ask for a greater gift that the evolution of Moby keeps growing. Of course, our bread and butter is helping those small business owners or aspiring small business owners, but also people want to come and learn a skill or learn about a topic. We are here to serve them in that capacity as well. It's completely up to the learner how they want to learn from us. We are just here to provide anything and everything we can to help your dreams come true, whatever that may be. And it's 100% free. 100% free forever for everyone. And is it all virtual? Do they do any any classes at Santa Clara? Nope. Uh, we are a completely virtual platform, um, and it is all self-paced learning. Currently, we are we are text and we um, have some videos and we have some amazing resources that you and I are going to talk about. But in this next year, Moby is actually going to move to both audio and video as well. So uh, whether you're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin or um, 
in LA, if you're sitting in traffic and you decide it's time to start learning about that business plan or that marketing or whatever it is, you know, after you get done listening to Brian's awesome podcast, you can switch over to ours <laughs> and, you know, get that topic of studying done, done for the day. Um, what's great about the courses that we offer, they can be done in 20 hours or less. We're not looking for 20 weeks. We're not looking for 20 days. We're looking for 20 hours that is completely on your own time at your own pace. And uh, if and when you complete an, a course, you are eligible to receive either and or I should say a certificate of completion from Santa Clara University and or a digital badge that can be used on all your virtual uh, portfolios, including LinkedIn. To kind of showcase your expertise that you, that you have these certain skill sets now that you've mastered at Moby. All right. right. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking to start a business or maybe I just started a business and, you know, I'm trying to kind of fill in the gaps, right, in my foundation. Mm -hmm. So how do I find out about Moby? I mean, I found out about you through my friend Ken Yancey, who introduced mm -hmm. us, right, who's great. And, and that's what I love about my world is that I get to meet people like you through a kind of a shared network. But but how how do people find out about Moby we are right at your fingertips. You can visit us at our website, which is sdu.edu backslash Moby, M-O-B-I. Uh -huh. um, we're very active on social media. You can find us on um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Um, or you can search My Own Business Institute or SCU Moby, M-O-B-I, and uh, you will find us. Um, you know, we are we are there uh, ready to serve and, and ready for you to learn. It's important for people to understand what Moby really is. Um, you know, we're the world's leading provider of free online entrepreneurial education. Right. We currently have students enrolled from all over the world. I'm super excited to report this to you because we just got to do it in our annual report is that accounts uh, created are represented by all 249 countries and their subdivision as defined by the ISO. So to know that we are giving in those little pockets of the world to those who need and want it the most is the the most thing we are proud of, I think. Um, we occupy a really unique space in the market. Mm -hmm. um, we I really say we mind a gap. We don't make any assumptions or expectations about one's educational level or their business acumen. Whether you do or do not have a high school degree or you do or do not have a PhD, Moby is here for you. Um, you know, we believe in fueling dreams and confidence with accessible, understandable, and actionable curriculum. And, and the way that we do that is we offer four classes and they're, uh, our classes uh, are both offered in English and in Spanish. Okay. So trying to make it very inclusive as well. So we offer uh, the four classes, as I said, starting a business, uh, business expansion, quick start entrepreneur, and the sales and marketing short badge course. Um, what's super interesting about Moby is that the users and the students have options when approaching Moby. They can simply review one of the 36 sessions and or topics that, that fit their needs or goals. So as I talked about, um, you know, if you just want to get on and learn about marketing, or e-commerce or that business plan, you absolutely can do that. And we are here for that. But other people, uh, if they want, they can actually register online, uh, go through the course and then earn that certificate of completion and or digital badge. 
So we are there to meet the learners where they're at and help them accomplish their goals, whether that's earning a certificate or not. Obviously, selfishly, we'd love for you to earn that certificate. Um, uh-huh. We think it, you know, is something special and offers great validation to what and how you learned. But if you just have 10 minutes and you need a quick update on what's happening in marketing or e-commerce or accounting and finance, you know, we're also here for that as well. Now, do you take into consideration, given that you are all over the world? I mean, obviously, there are regional differences. Yes. Do your courses take into consideration, like somebody from Australia doing it versus somebody from the U.S. or somebody from, you know, Poland? Sure. I wish I could tell you we do. We are very U.S. centric at this point. But, you know, it's important to note that we also partner with 80 different institutions across the world, for-profit, non-profit, schools, universities, you name it. And as we partner with these people and they're helping us bring Moby to another level and exposing people to Moby, it's also giving us the feedback we need and Mm. want to help to specialize the curriculum. So one thing that we have going, we work with a group in Canada called The Hub, and we created some uh, customized courses for them where we actually did change some of the languaging, change some of the links. Um, so when we have those partnerships, relationships and can complete and can, sorry, um, build and those unique courses for them, we have that option. But if you're just coming to us as a general user, it's important to know that it is US centric, but that is also the standard across the world. And a lot of people, what is what they're going for and achieving for. So we do our best to be wherever we can, but we also think there is a, uh, a big emphasis for us on quality over quantity. Mm. So just in how we did the the translations of the course, you know, we did that with our department of modern languages, as well as we work with um, a lot of small business owners and leaders um, in the Latinx communities that actually go through the curriculum to make sure not only the verbiage is correct, but the context is correct. So as our team grows and as Moby grows, we will get more specialized, but um, we do make sure Whatever we're putting out there is the best that it can be at that time. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, and and you're right. I mean, th- where there are some kind of regional differences, I think from a foundational perspective, uh, you know, there are kind of rules and guidelines that are universal about, you know, Absolutely. running a business, managing it, growing it, and maybe even saving it. You know, you mentioned 36 courses. Are there specific segments within the small business market? Like I'm trying to think, you know, who's filling up your classes? Is sure. it is it is it like B2B, B2C? Is it retail? Is it e-commerce? Like you must do some kind of demographic profile, right? Of your of your students. Yeah. So absolutely. Is- I, I would definitely say it's B2C, but um I really want to define how I would define our user is that solo or micro entrepreneur. And listen, entrepreneur is an awesome word, but we're really working with people who are interested in starting our small business. Right. Our typical student is looking to pursue their dream and make an impact, a positive impact for their family and or their community. They're not necessarily looking to sell or a buyout from their business from venture capital and angel investors. Not that that is an incredible option, but I think sometimes we get caught up in that whole wave of movement where the United States really is built on those small business owners. And that's really where we focus our content. Yeah. We, we um, I have, I have a, a, a workshop that we do called bricks or sticks. Yeah. 
and and it's it's a four week workshop. And you and I have talked about this about mm-hmm. how kind of complementary the the two programs are. But the the very first week, the first question we ask the students in that class is, "What type of business owner are you?" I say, "Are you a small business owner, an entrepreneur, or something that we call a passionate business owner?" Because if you don't know what type of business owner you are, you're going to come to these forks in the road and you're going, you know, you either have to go left or go right, or, or you can stay where you are, but then that becomes, you know, paralysis by analysis, you know, and so a fork in the road would look like, um, do I hire new employees, open a new location, launch a new product or service, buy a competitor, take outside money as investment. You know, you mentioned VC and angel. And, and that's you answer that either yes or no. You know, you've had success in your business and now you want to now, of course, these opportunities are going to come your way. Now, a small business owner is almost always going to say no to that. And the reason is they're comfortable where they are. That work life balance is important to them. Mm-hmm. I don't want 10 locations. I don't want 50 employees. What I want is a successful, profitable business that allows me to live an enjoyable life for me and my family. An entrepreneur on the, and they're going to look at, by the way, the small business owner, they're going to look at every purchase as an expense. The entrepreneur, on the other hand, it's all about growth. (laughs) They don't care as much about that work-life balance. They're like, the quality of my work life is important to me, not the quantity I'm going to invest all my time and money and energy into growing this business where I can just, you know, I want those 50 locations or the 200 employees. And and they look at every purchase as an investment into the company. Now, I will venture to guess that you also have passionate business owners who take your courses. Because right at the beginning, we talked about how this can fill in the gaps in the foundation of your company. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people, you know, you might be a chef, you might be a yoga instructor, um, and you decided to start your own studio or your own restaurant, and you've had success with it. And everybody's telling you, you should open up another studio or another restaurant. And that's the fork in the road. But you don't know that you're a passionate business owner. You just, you know that you're a business owner. And sometimes people call you a small business owner. Sometimes people call you an entrepreneur. And it's almost as if those words are interchangeable. And so you say yes to an opportunity without doing your due diligence. And then six months later, you're like, oh, my God, that was the worst decision I ever made. This this new location is like an albatross around my neck. Mm -hmm. I just wish I could get out of it. But there are so many financial commitments you've made that you can. So that's really a, a, a very important and great distinction. That, that you make there, that there is a big difference between a small business owner, an entrepreneur, and a passionate business owner. Absolutely. Uh, another specific segment that we feel that I'm super excited about it is we have students from the U.S. and all over the world. It's so exciting to see entrepreneurship, quote unquote, as we just talked yeah. about, taught so early and to let them know it's a viable option for them. In this ever-changing economic world, to have this skill set, whether it's to create their own business or to learn themselves are a minimal viable product in this economic setting, I think is so important. And so we are seeing more and more high schools, two-year, four-year colleges come to us, and we are actually helping them by being that online textbook. 
And, you know, I just wish I would have had that when I was younger, but I do love the shift in the conversation and the mindset that, you know, Brian, your nice parents and grandparents worked at the same place for 30 some years. Now, if you're a graduate, you know, out of Santa Clara University and you're working somewhere for two years, people are like, wow, that's a really long time. You know, that's an incredible (laughs) shift. Right. Um, You know, and I do think it's important whether they're thinking of pursuing their own business or that they see themselves as an, uh, you know, a very valuable thing in an ever changing market. And they're just learning how to think about things differently. Um, And we are proud to be a part of that piece as well. You know, so it's it's an interesting place where we sit. Uh, Another uh, segment is our, our constituents from our partners. You know, we have partners all over the U.S. and the world, and we could not get into those pockets of people in Cambodia, in Mangalore, India, in at Sam Houston State University in Huntsville, Texas, uh, at Waukesha County Technical College in Waukesha, Wisconsin, um, in those surrounding high schools. It wouldn't matter how much money we spent on advertising, we would never get into those pockets and have an impact. And it's so important to recognize uh, those partnerships for us. Um, you said, you know, kind of breaking things down. Um, you know, our goal is to reach those who need and want it the, want it the most. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's no definition around that, but it's often those people who don't, you know, have that first access to us. It's it's that water cooler talk that gets them to us. Um, you know, 93% agree to strongly agree. Moby increases their chances um, of starting a new business and it being successful. And 95% of the people who take the course would recommend it to a friend or colleague. And I think that's the best uh, compliment that we could have. And based on our feedback survey that we do annually, our student profile uh, gender is very balanced. Our age is actually young. We skew a little younger, but Mm -hmm. that could be because we are serving um, quite a few schools and universities throughout the U.S. and the world. What we're really proud of is that our ethnicity is very diverse and these are self-identified. 21% 21% are white, 19% African-American, 24% Asian, and 11% Latino. Um, and as we talked about, you know, those 249 different uh, countries and subdivisions, you know, uh, we are very dispersed mm. um, in terms of our countries. So, again, just something we're really, really proud of. No, there go my dogs. On cue. Can you hear them? Yes. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just told you, as long as you don't blame me for that noise, we are yeah. good to go. Yeah, my listeners will recognize that sound of my dogs barking in the background. Wait, you know, and that's that's a very interesting point. So with that kind of diversity, you must be serving underserved communities as well, which is really important because mm-hmm. one of the things that I've talked about quite a bit in the past is the the damage that the pandemic did on African-American small businesses. About mm-hmm. 40% went out of business during the pandemic. Women in business, not only in corporate America, but their own businesses, you know, those numbers got rolled back to like 1980s levels mm-hmm. of women in the workforce. Now you're slowly starting to see them come back. But what we're also seeing is that more women are starting their own business rather than going back to corporate America, because they realize it gives them that much more control over their in their lives. So that that's uh, an area that's um, that, that you're hitting that the underserved communities. Um, we absolutely try to. Um, and again, that also comes from a lot of our partnerships. We work with an amazing organization called Collaboration Station. 
mm-hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's a woman run and started nonprofit. And she's looking to break the cycle of poverty, generational poverty. And it's, you know, an honor and a blessing every day just to be a part of the work she does. And that's just one small example, Um, you know, with the group we work with in Cambodia. We're also doing the same thing. We're trying to bring education and opportunity to those who would not be able to get it themselves necessarily or just be aware of it. Right. So, you know. We do our best anywhere and everywhere we can um, to be a value add to what people are offering. We are never looking to take the place of something. And I love that um, value proposition that we bring mm-hmm. is that we are looking to be a value add to whatever you offer. We are glad to be the goose to your maverick. Um, you know, we just want to keep flying. I love that. Um, all right. So you have 36 courses, right, that you offer. 36 sessions. Mm-hmm. Sessions. Okay. And, and four courses. Yes. I all wish right. someday, Brian, way, way to put that out there. Maybe you're foreshadowing for us. But maybe I am. Someday. I am. So what are, the, what, what are the most popular ones? Sure. So our most popular course by far is that starting a business course. It's our bread and butter. Yeah. It's what Phil and Peggy created how many years ago. And it just offers that great foundation for someone. Right. We we talked about we kind of had this amazing place. We sit in the market because we don't have any expectations about where you are in starting this journey. There are some amazing online entrepreneurial programs out there and that are free, in -hmm. fact. And so we never want to take away from that. But I think in order to get in some of those, you have to have certain terminologies. You have to have certain education levels. And we don't we don't make any assumptions about that. We are there to help you brick by brick build that foundation to what you want that house to be. And that's really what that starting a business course is about. And it's 15 sessions covering, covering those basics. But outside of those basics, if you break down to what people are individually coming us to us for, or the individual um, topics they're interested in, I would definitely say it's our business planning and our free business plan template. Um, I'm excited to tell you that that free business plan to template has been recognized multiple times in the industry. It's been recognized by Inc.com as top 10, one of the top 10 business plan templates you can download for free, Business Plan Daily, LinkedIn. Um, we've been recognized uh, from different publications and sites as being one of the best, and we are very proud of that. Um, other popular topics are the most in demand, of course, are marketing, accounting, and cash flow. Um, we have a session called freelance, independent, and home-based business. Because really, if you think about it, that's where most people are actually starting. Um, This was actually, we learned from our own marketing session and that it used to be called home-based and freelance businesses. And I think what people interpreted when we led with that home-based, and there's nothing wrong with this, and it's how a lot of people are doing it, but they thought Etsy, they were thinking something else where actually it could be consulting. It could be, um, you know, bricks and sticks. It could, you know, it could be anything like that. So we did a little marketing of our own and just played with the title to really reflect what it meant Mm -hmm. and what it is meant to teach. Um, And also financing the business. Anytime you get into that, and then the all important Mm -hmm. license and permits. And again, that's written very generally, but it's just always nice to know as when you're starting a business, okay, so there's some stuff at the city or county level, at the state level, and potentially at the federal level, US based that that we're gonna need we're gonna need to know about. So um through our survey, those are our most popular ones right now. But um we actually just redid our business plan session and our business plan template and just made it a lot more user friendly and a lot more pick applicable to people. 
whether they are using it to go to a bank to get lending, whether they're using it just for their own means and their goals. We know if we write something down as a goal, we're X amount more likely to achieve it, right? Um, if it's uh, just to present to their other stakeholders or, you know, for some of our students, if uh, it's what they're doing for their assignment, um, we're really proud of, of how we offered it in the sessions uh, and the topics are covered just within that simple business plan. It covers seven different topic areas and you can kind of write and go as you please. So um, we're just excited to have uh, given it a little bit of fresh air yeah. and to see um, how many more people we can serve um, with how it's rewritten and retooled to just make it more accessible and more usable. I love it. I love it. And I think it's a fabulous program that you put together for people who are either looking to start a business or people who are in business. You know, the, the cash flow, I think every listener right now should go check out cash flow and financing because that is, I don't care what type of business owner you are, that, as you know, and I say this a lot, is that, you know, cash flow is the fuel that drives your car. Yeah, no cash flow, absolutely. you're not going anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. And then the, the business plan, you know, that's not a set it and forget it. That's why I, I talk about GPS plans. You know, that should be a living, breathing document. Yes. So put that together, you know, don't put it together, show it to a bank, get a loan and then put it away. That, that's that got to be how you're going to get from where you are today to where you want to be at the end of the year. Absolutely. So always look at it that way. Well, we're, we're kind of in the home stretch right now. So I, it, and of course it goes way too fast. We're going to have to have you back on. Uh, oh, I would love that. Thank I you. Want, I want to hear from my listeners who visited Moby online and we'll put everything on the resource page, make it easy for you to find it, right? So just click on the links and you'll be able to find anything you're looking for. The best ways for people to get in touch with you if they have any questions or obviously the way they can learn more about Moby is going online and visiting it on the website. Yeah, you can visit the web website. Again, it's uh, scu.edu slash Moby, M-O-B-I, or um, we'll have you put this up. You are free to email us um, at scu-moby at scu.edu. Uh, we are always there answering that, doing the best we can to stay in touch with people. And then also um, I'll share, share with you all the links to our social media. You know, we know that's where a lot of people are and they, they prefer to reach out, out to us that way. Uh, we are there for that as well. You know, whatever medium of communication you want to get to us, we are do our best to serve you and get back to you with any questions that you may have. Well, I want my listeners are very good about giving feedback, suggestions, but I want them to tell me about what their impressions were after visiting Moby and taking some of the courses and some of the sessions. So please do that if you can. Uh, Trish, this was phenomenal. Thank you so Brian, much. It was awesome. For being Thank part. you. Small Business Edge podcast. This is my, my pleasure. You've all been listening to our Small Business Edge podcast. Our guest today, Trish Kalbisch-Schmidt, who is a educational consultant with an emphasis on entrepreneurship and education and training, as you just witnessed over the last 30 plus minutes. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners. And we will see you next week on another edition of the Small Business Edge podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.